Good morning and welcome to this morning's issue of the Estate Agents podcast. Uh, we're bringing you the top tips to kickstart your 2020 and today we are joined by Brian Mansell. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, chaps. How are you both? Really Very well, well, thank you. Thank you for thank joining. You. So um, for those people that don't know Brian, um, Brian is ex your move. Yep. Foxton's. Yep. So we had Peter Rawlings on um, yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, he gave his three tips. Um, you are one with Sarah, um, State Agency All Stars as well. Um, but the reason why we've got you on today is you're heavily involved with a company called Gazelle. And um, one of agents' biggest challenges is getting their sales over the line as quickly as, 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 quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, and we were, we were talking about it and I know you've been in and spoken to, um, or you may be going in to speak to Luke and you've spoken yeah. to some other clients as well. Um, and what we try, want to try and do and help our listeners today is really give them some tips, how they can get their sales over the line quicker. Yeah. Well, of course, as you rightly say, Stephen, and, and you know, you know, as well as I do, uh, as, as does Andrew, that, um, you know, we face as agents so many challenges, um, and we have for years. I've had the pleasure and privilege of working in this industry for, well, since 1987, and I can quite, quite easily remember the process of getting a buyer through to exchange with one of our sellers was a damn sight easier an awful long time ago. Um, you know, it didn't seem as challenging back then as it does now. And, you know, when you think about, you know, the advances we've made in technology, um, we, it, it, it's, I struggle to understand why it still takes so long and why it takes longer. So about a, about a year and a half ago in some of the work I was doing, I, was, uh, I looked into the, uh, the process because I felt that there wasn't sufficient focus on it. Um, a lot of startup agencies focusing on fees and the front end where I believe that the majority of, uh, of customers um, are more concerned about the back. You know, they get uh, more stressed and more anxious um, when a buyer is found and they're trying to proceed to exchange. Uh, and as an agent, particularly running some, um, some larger businesses, we struggled many times um, because of the simple delays that it would take from a, what seemed on the surface, a good quality buyer and a motivated seller. Um, and sometimes inexplicably would take three, four, five months to get the damn thing through to exchange. So um, I was very lucky to find Gazil. Uh, Gazil share without question my, my passion and my vision for agency, which is to help people navigate through the difficult process and make it a bit clearer, make it a little bit more certain. And I'm a big fan of that. It's absolutely ironic, isn't it, Brian, that we talk about the, the advancements in technology and we're still transacting property in exactly the same format that we did 350 years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and it's a really good point. Um, no matter how many times it seems that government or private sector have intervened trying to speed this up. It seems they come against the sort of crash against the brick wall that is seems immovable. Um, and, you know, quite honestly, I, I looked at, there's a, there's a, a fascinating article on the world bank on their website regarding uh, ranking countries and the ease of doing business and the ease of property transactions, land title registration and various things. We are uh, <clears throat> no, no surprise. We're number four or five in the world in terms of the ease of doing business with, yet we're the 43rd hardest country in the world to transact a property on, which is... <laughs> says, says it all, doesn't it? Says it all. And of course, the difficulty you both know as well, and your, your listeners will know as agents, is it's insanely hard for us as agents when we're going out and seeing customers 
when their their expectation of the move is significantly faster than the reality. And you tell them the real you can't tell them the reality. If you do, then they're probably not going to move in the first place. So it's challenges all around, I think. Brilliant. So what I know when we were talking um, about Gazelle, um, you potentially can take twenty two days off. Um, days on market, which obviously, you know, is a, a great chunk to help people. So what three tips are you able to give agents that will help them um, deliver on that? Well, that's a really good question. So, I mean, there's more than three, but I'll give you the three main ones. So Gazeel works essentially in two ways. First of all, it benefits obviously agents as much as it benefits a seller and also somebody buying. Um, so if we'll focus on the uh, one tip for the agents, first of all. Um, move your pipeline faster. So the cash flow cycle of an estate agency business on sales is ludicrous, in all honesty. You know, you list a property on a no-sell, no-fee model, you're banking cash money potentially six, seven months later, um, which puts an awful lot of stress on a business. So Gazeel, by speeding up the process, by identifying a motivated seller very, very early, a motivated buyer much, much earlier, basically means that more of your deals are going to go through, they're going to go through quicker. So your pipeline turn on average at 25 to 27% at the moment in the country, push that back to 35 and you'll make more money every year. Um, and not only that, making more money means your staff get paid quicker. You get, they get paid more for the same work they're doing. And it also enables agents to, to hire better people because obviously they're going to be able to pay them more. Christ, that's like being in a time warp, Brian. Going, I, I remember 35% pipeline conversion in the 90s. Jeez. 95, absolutely. <laughs> 27 is the new 35, as they say. Um, but it's important because it doesn't mean, it just simply means that agents, rather than turning pipelines three times a year, can turn it four and a half to five times a year, if you think about it. Um, and that means that you're not actually having to do more work. You're just actually getting more cash for the same amount of effort that you're already making like we used to. So I'm a big fan of that. Um, for a seller, a seller is attracted to it. And we've seen this all over the country. We're working currently with over 300 agency firms and that's growing. Um, what we're seeing with sellers is sellers are attracted to agencies that can offer them more certainty and offer them more security. Because at the end of the day, you know, again, as you both know, when you are thinking of selling a house and choosing an agent, it is in the eyes of the customer, very difficult to differentiate people. We all look the same. Uh, we all have, you know, particularly on the high street with no sell, no fee models. And so making an agency stand out by offering something that consumers want, that's in the consumer's best interest. You know, people don't go onto the market with the intention of moving and having uncertainty and a lack of trust and not being able to rely on people. So an agency that can offer that service is going to win more instructions, as simple as that. And of course that can help with fees and, and various things. Um, and for a buyer, our reservation agreement actually empowers a buyer to put a buyer in a very strong negotiating position. You know, if you are dealing with an umpteen amount of right move and Zoopla leads coming through, it's difficult for buyers, as it was for tenants, to stand out um, in, uh, in good positions. And so a buyer that comes along with a gazelle guarantee, says, I'll buy your property and I'm prepared to back it up, is going to stand out and be more empowered than somebody that doesn't. So that also helps agents identify buyers. So what is a Gazelle guarantee then? Okay, so I'll run you through Gazelle's process. It's quite straightforward. Gazelle works in two ways. First of all, Gazelle provides the seller of a property, helps them put together their more detailed legal information at the point they list. So that basically what you're doing is you're able to show um, to a buyer more information about a property that the buyer wants to see before they make an offer. 
So A, and this is free by the way at this stage chaps, all right? So there's no barrier to coming on the market, no upfront cost. I put my house on, Gazeel with the agent, Gazeel independently working with the agent gets all my information uploaded onto Gazeel's platform. Quite straightforward, all done on an iPhone, all done on an iPad, digital technology, off we go. Agent finds a buyer, buyer comes along. Buyer likes the property, agent gives the buyer login. The buyer logs in, looks at information more detailed about the property, and then makes an offer to the agent. At that point, the moment the deal is done, Gazeel simply transfers the full legal pack to both sets of solicitors, sellers first to check it over, then on to the buyers. And that in itself saves 22 days. Stops all of the, 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 uh, the getting the forms filled out and PDFs done by, uh, by the lawyers. Christ, um, I'm huge into fees, Brian, and justifying the fee that, that we deserve as an industry. And what I'm seeing there is transparency, differentiation yep. and commitment from yep. both buyer and seller. That's awesome. Well, that's exactly what it does, Andrew. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's difficult for agents when they're listing property to, to understand the true motivations of sellers as it is when we're putting a deal together with a buyer. We have to take a lot of it on face value and good trust and goodwill. Uh, and what this does is if this just further enhances the agent's understanding of a client's motivation to sell, which is good because at the end of the day, we're going to do an awful lot of work for people potentially for no return. Um, and I'm not a big fan of that. I'm sure most agents are, but we do it. And it's part of our, uh, our industry, isn't it? So that obviously helps that. But equally, it does tap into the fact that you say to someone selling a house, you know, would you like your buyer to be more informed, better informed when they offer or not? <laughs> well, the answer is yes, please, more informed, please. And the same for the buyer. Um, and this taps into the government's report in 2018 about the call for evidence where buyers wanted more information. You know, we don't really want to see any more, um, you know, two PowerPoints and a TV point in a back bedroom. We want to see, you know, what the broadband speed is and the utilities and the gas bill and planning, planning permissions and so on. Anyway, um, the second part, and I, and I think the key part here is the moment the deal is done, quite simply, what Gazelle are asking the agents to do here is um, offer some security for both parties, but a bit of commitment. So for the princely sum of £250, uh, which is a reservation fee, buyer and seller both agree at the point the seller is put together on certain terms that form the deal. So this empowers the agent to be actually a better, stronger, more controlled negotiator, which is what really they're all about. So essentially, buyer and seller agree that they're going to try and exchange in a month and a half. Um, and this works in a chain as well, which I'll come back to. They agree that as long as the survey's okay and there's nothing falling down and the title's all right and the mortgage is okay, then they, if either one of them change their mind for any reason at all, then the other person is compensated. Um, now, we don't offer the ability to put down a big cash deposit. This is a big issue because a lot of people, particularly in the new home sector, struggle with that level of money at that point. So we simply offer £250, which is paid to Gazeel, and Gazeel then guarantee the £2,000 as a minimum payout to either party that is affected by a bad decision by the other one, if that makes sense. So that's the Gazeel guarantee. We guarantee that Gazeel will pay the innocent party if, they, if the other one defaults £2,000. So I'm hearing security. Yep. I'm hearing commitment. Yep. I'm hearing differentiation, stronger yep. negotiation. Yep. And if the worst case happens and through no fault of anybody's, the whole deal goes sour, essentially £2,000 is going to cover a person's liability to that point. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
Awesome. Uh, we have a very, but there's also fairness in this as well, Andrew. You know, amongst the other words you've mentioned, fairness is a key one here, and balance. You know, for 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 long, long, many, many years of working in this industry, as we all have, you know, the system, whilst it's been slow and laborious, um, it's also been unfair. Um, and what I say by that is that as an agent, when you when you have a buyer that makes an offer on a property, the buyer would expect, in most cases that property to be removed from the market because they have a, you know, whilst fall through, oh, sorry, whilst gazumping isn't massive, it, it, the fear of gazumping, the fear of loss is very big. The perception of it is big. So buyers ask the property to come off the market, yet the buyer doesn't come off the market. They don't turn off their right move alerts, do they, you know, and, and stop looking and stop checking their, uh, their, their right move app. Of course they don't. So this commitment from both parties balances it and offers a level of fairness. And if during the process of the sale, there is a major problem and both parties agree by mutual consent, then there is no penalty to pay. Because the Gazelle guarantee, of course, pays out to the affected party, but we do pursue the defaulting party to return that £2,000. So we do, it does have a bit of teeth, which is where the commitment level comes in from. Okay, thank you. You've been involved um, with the government. Um, discussing how to get the process through quicker. Is there anything else that you can suggest um, that will make a difference until the government and anybody else and the conveyancers and the um, search people get together and actually make it all work? Well, that's a really good question. There's many things, and as you rightly say, we have, um, and I personally have sat in, uh, in rooms with the, um, the civil servants that are working for the Ministry of Housing and I've had access to the plans and what the government are looking at doing with uh, the trials and, uh, and various things to speed the process up. Um, I think the most important thing about all of this is our, our community of agents understanding that if consumers are keen to commit to each other, to have a bit more security and want more information, let's get on board with it and help. Whether it's with Gazelle or whether it's just making sure that you take out more and you gather more information about a property, be more transparent. Get the sale started more, with more transparency is the key thing here, I really believe. It's much better to have people better informed at the beginning rather than six to eight weeks down the line when they then change their mind because they find out that the neighbours got planning permission to build a garage in their back garden or something like that. It's the little things that can be so often, um, <clears throat> I suppose, covered at the beginning because sales is very different to rentals and the fact that it's an emotional experience all the way through until the lawyers get involved. Uh, that's when it becomes the factual. Let's get some logic in this before the sale starts so that people go into a, um, a process with more trust with each other. That's my, my advice. So it's Thank like a home you. information pack on steroids. <laughs> it's like a free home information pack on steroids. <laughs> yeah. So how can agents connect with you, Brian? What's the obligation from the agent? Are there fees involved in terms of using Gazelle? You mentioned that obviously the, the buyer and the seller have a commitment. How can agents reach out to you? What are the likely costs involved? And you know, how, how can we work together to shape the industry and make it a better place? Yeah, that's a great question. So you know, I think the most important thing here is that any agent that, that has, um, is keen to actually move their business forward, stand out from the crowd, et cetera, et cetera, and offer customers the key elements of a move certainty speed and transparency get in touch with us um you know we don't have long we don't have contracts with agents um you know we don't get involved in their conveyancing arrangements they have that's the important thing we direct customers to agents conveyances we direct customers to the agents mortgage brokers we've got a, a very very close association with the mortgage advice bureau 
which we don't receive any commission for. We don't take any referral money from conveyances. We take none from, um, from mortgage companies uh, because we do genuinely believe in actually making sure that um, customers are better informed and the agents can make good revenue streams at the right stages. So, uh, yeah, get in touch with us. Info on our website. Obviously, contact me directly. I'd, be love, I'd love to hear from agents directly and uh, run through it. We just expect them, if they come on board with us, they have to register with the so they have to be an approved agent. They have to go through our training academy to, to understand how this works properly. Um, and we expect that if they come on board with Gazeel, that they actually get involved. So you're not having Gazeel and having a license from Gazeel to sit on it and do nothing with it. Um, we offer exclusivity in certain areas where we have it, have it available, which is obviously the real advantage for agents. But if they don't use it, we pull it in a month. So it's really important that agents get on board with this. Okay. You're, you're also part of um, the ICG group. Um, so what's that about and how does it, um, again, how would that benefit agents? Because that's what we're trying to do, add value to agents. Yeah, well, the ICG obviously is a collaboration group of a um, number of prop tech training businesses, um, software businesses, a variety of services that um, all benefit agents. And you know, we get together on a regular basis to simply look at ways in which collaboratively we can work together to help agents because we understand, everybody does, that as an agent today, with the advances in prop tech, there's a hell of a lot of choice. Um, and agents get can be very easily confused. The best bits of prop tech that really do help can be camouflaged quite easily. So we get together looking at ways in which we can work together, make life easier for agents. And one of those is uh, obviously all working is one, particularly through people like Repit and stuff like that to help agents. So um, it's a great group, good idea. Love prop tech, Brian. It, uh, it, it only costs one more sale and it pays for itself. How many, times, how many times do we hear that? You've got to do 650 listings a month to pay for it. All. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and look at 600 different dashboards. Which you make <laughs> okay, so um, putting your um, training hat on, yeah. um, three top tips to end the show, please, for um, estate agents. Um, great. Tip number one for every single estate agent. Um, ask more open questions when you're dealing with people at the beginning. Get to know their needs more not just what their wants are. When you do that, you then never sell things to anybody. You know, this is not an industry that's about selling. This is an industry that's about solving problems, uh, providing, uh, providing help for people. Um, remember, my second tip, remember that we are in the home moving business, not the home selling business. Okay, when you're dealing with sellers, remember their onward journey is just as important, in fact, as important than their disposal of their property. You're not selling houses, you're moving people. Um, and the third tip is to make sure that you understand across your business, helping people is more important than KPI management. Yeah. Um, do the right thing for the customer, focus on their best interests and you'll make more money. If you focus on KPIs and just profit, you make less. And that's from experience from over 170 branches. I've had the privilege of running. Fantastic. Brian, really appreciate your time this morning. So thanks very much. Um, I know you're in central London, got a big day, most probably meeting more government ministers. PM today, hey? You, 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 you and Boris getting together, followed by a Liverpool 5-0 win at the Hammers. So, um, Five on that. <laughs> you heard it here first. So um, thanks very much for your time. Andy and I and Luke are really, really grateful. Um, everybody, if you've liked the episode, um, please share it. Please um, tag agents in who you find will um, benefit from it. Picture it, 
screenshot it, put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook, put it absolutely everywhere. Great, great um, review. Not, not, not that we're begging and pleading, Stephen. We, 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 we wouldn't stoop that low with our listeners, would we? No, not at all. But one of our BHAGs this year was to get up to 100 by um, the 31st of January. And we're getting very close to that. And I think we need to get another 20-odd reviews. So um, please... I'll do that this for you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It, it, helps, it helps get the name out there. It helps add value to all the agents. So please, we would be really grateful. Brian, thank you so much for your time. Um, and, you know, everybody, all our listeners out there, you know, this, this is great for some, something that can help get your days on market down, um, but more importantly, help um, vendors and um, purchasers move. Um, you know, that's what it's all about, helping them on their moving journey. So thanks very much. Appreciate your time. Have a great day. Andy, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, Luke, no. Luke, thank you in spirit. <laughs> Bless him. Bless him. Tending to, tending to little Oliver. Anyway, we're back tomorrow, guys, when we're going to bring you a, um, a little wrap for what we've learnt as hosts uh, in January. And we'll be announcing our special guest for the last day of the month, Kickstart Friday 31st. Um, and, Even though uh, a few people know who ready that is. I think they probably do. <laughs> and, um, you know, Stephen, then you've got a big week next week with uh, Troy Malcolm. So it's no rest for the wicked. I'm counting, counting on you that we'll uh, be releasing more podcasts and live Facebook feeds from the Crown Plaza next Tuesday. Have a nice day. See you Bye later. Thank Cheers. You. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Have a good day, everybody.